something you've been putting off. Maybe you say, someday I'll do that, or when I have more time. Whether the item is a big bucket list item or something smaller like going on a hike, now is the time to start your Say Yes list. And we have the perfect process to help you turn these items into reality. Join thousands of others with our free Say Yes list template at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash list. It'll help you stop living in that someday and start making those list items come true today. So download it now at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash list. Welcome to the Say Yes Experience podcast, where we inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into possibility. Our mission at the Say Yes Experience is to empower 10 million people to say yes. If you're new here, welcome. We're thrilled you're here. I'm Jessica Rector. I co-founded the Say Yes Experience with my then nine-year-old son, Blaze, based off his idea to let's just say yes to things. I'm one of the top experts on burnout, and companies and conferences hire me to present on mental health, wellness, and burnout prevention. As the number one best-selling author of 11 books, keynote speaker, and a burnout specialist, I've seen so much with our clients. The Say Yes Experience was started to help you really start living, to do the things that light you up, have more fun, and turn your dreams of what we call Say Yes list items into reality. So thank you for investing in yourself and being here. Now let's make it happen. What if you could redefine retirement? With our guest today, we're going to help you redefine what retirement looks like to you and how to create more financial freedom in your life. Please help me welcome my guest today, Courtney Ryan. Welcome to the show, Courtney. We are excited you are here because we're talking about one of the most important things that people tend to stress a lot about, and it's money, money, money. So tell us a little bit about why this is such a big stressor for people in so many lives. Money is really that thing that we're not taught about, that we don't talk about as society. And it's money is that thing that keeps us um, stuck a lot of times because we don't always have all the information, uh, but it oftentimes rules our life in what we do, whether we think we can do stuff or we're, whether we think we can't. And so money becomes that tool that allows us to do things or not do things. And so what do you find are some of the biggest issues that come up for people around money? Usually it's their fear of not knowing what they could do. So it, it's uh, spending, I'm spending too much and I can't get what I want. Maybe I'm in debt or it's that I really don't know what to do with it. I deal with a lot of people that make a lot of money, but seem to have nothing left at the end of the month. And so really it's about unpacking a lot of those things and, and finding out how to live a life that they want to live and find all the joy there. And so how, when those people who have a lot of money, but have nothing at the end of the month, what do you find that they're spending the money on? Where's their money going? Because maybe it's places, even if someone's listening and they're like, well, I'm not one of them, but maybe it can give them ideas on how to track their money or to figure out where their money is going. A lot of times it's because we don't look at our money. So we often underestimate the things that we do spend money. So for a lot of busy families out there, food is one of the top places people spend on. So things of convenience. And a lot of times we don't sit in a month and actually add all that up. 
And we have a tendency to be kind to ourselves in a lot of ways and underestimate what those things are when really maybe they're not. I oftentimes see some of the splurge purchases or things that it makes you feel good when we spend with feel and, and things like that. It doesn't mean that any of that is wrong to spend money on. It's just, is that in alignment with where you want to be? And that's really the biggest thing. So a lot of times we spend without really aligning all of those goals because we're sitting in the moment and we're stressed. And so how do you find out, you said to align it where you want to be, how do you make sure it's in alignment and how do you figure out where it is you want to be? You know, a lot of that comes through with my clients. We work a lot on their why story. So why are you looking at these numbers? Where do you want to go? What big adventures do you want to go do? And where do you want to be free in life? So a lot of times we'll actually work on it on the way backwards and look at it. And anyone can do this. Uh, really looking at, if you start looking at the word retirement, which we all know what retirement is, uh, for me, it is one single definition of financial freedom. It's just the most commonly used out there. But if you think, man, I could be financially free in a different way, and oftentimes that burden sits on us to save and do things. But when you start looking at it in that direction and you realize that if you play the numbers in terms of life expectancy and when, uh, you know, how long you're supposed to live and the average age of retirement, the big kicker here is that the average age of the average length of retirement is only 11 years long. And when you stop to think about where we live as a society and how much emphasis and how many decades we spend saving for just that, just over a decade. Now, some of us may live longer and that can be another stress. But when you start playing the numbers, it starts to go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe there's some stuff I want to do before that. So we work a lot on why. We talk about things of really deeping, looking deep in their life of like, where are your stressors coming from? Are you happy? Like what's mm. your biggest fears and really starting to unpack some of this. And then we look at that in relation to where their numbers are every month. So what are other options for financial freedom outside of retirement? Because I think especially here in the States, it's so ingrained in us that we need to save for retirement, that we need to have some amount of saved for retirement. And people often don't think, well, maybe I can reach financial freedom or maybe I want financial freedom before that typical retirement age. So what are some other ways that people can think about financial freedom outside of just retirement? Great question. So they, you know, some of the biggest things is what kind of life do you want to live? So if we took traditional retirement, maybe you broke traditional mm -hmm. retirement up into smaller pieces. So a lot of companies, maybe not all of them, but some let you do sabbaticals like every five to seven years. What if you could take and save enough money to take a year off every five to seven years? What would that do for your mental health? Like, what would that do for your adventures? I don't know about you, but when I'm in my 60s and 70s, I may not think about bungee jumping off a bridge, but maybe I really want to do that in my mid 30s, right? So it's what kind of things do you want to do and what kind of adventures do you want to do? Maybe. Uh, you want to take a year off when your kids are young and go travel the world while they're not, you know, saddled down by school so that it can look a lot of different ways. It might look for a family financial freedom might look as one parent getting to stay home when so many people need to have a two income family to make things work. But what if you could look at that a little differently and still reach all your goals and have someone stay at home and you care for your kids? Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you want to really go um, career bung, you know, 
gung-ho on your career and you want to be able to have a nanny and people that travel with you and you want to have all the assistants, the cleaners and the cooks and all that stuff, maybe financial freedom looks like that where you're freeing up a lot of your time in a day. So it, it can do a lot of different things. Maybe financial freedom is just getting unsaddled from debt. You know, maybe your family is, you've lived in a way where that was what was modeled, or maybe you're saddled with a bunch of student debt. School's expensive now, and you've yeah. come to a career that doesn't pay you what you thought it would or enough to pay that down. And just getting out of debt might be the piece to give you the life that you can start dreaming and doing the things that you want to do in that life. So there's so many different aspects. I mean, I will be that person that still is probably bungee jumping at 60 or 70 years old. Awesome. It's, it's so fascinating. I literally just did another podcast interview with someone who is really a big proponent. And we were talking all about sabbaticals. And I think it's something that's really coming to the forefront of people's minds because people are stressed and maxed out, burned out. And they're thinking about, well, maybe that might be something good for my mental health, for me to give back? How can people start, if that is something on their minds, how can people start to pave the way for that financially? So when they're going on this sabbatical, they're not stressed, they're not worried about money or how, how long they can take the sabbatical will depend on how much money they have. So how can they really start to save up for something like that? Or maybe it's a big vacation. But I think a lot of people especially if they don't know where their money is going, they may have no idea where to start saving for something big like that. You know, the biggest thing, and no one loves to hear this, but is to start tracking your money. Like it's it's really that simple in terms of getting started. There's a lot of mind games that we can play to get ourselves there. But one of my biggest mantras is don't let stuff hide in the corner in the closet in the dark, like sweep it out, get some air, Let's see where your numbers are because they're, they're scary. I understand for most people looking at those numbers and understanding what your bottom line cash flow, you know, you're worried it might be negative, but I guarantee you that it is more scary and more stressful when we let it sit in the closet in the dark. Because it Why grows is that? legs. They grow legs and they come these big tall tails. And sometimes it's like, I, I can never tackle it because it's there. So that's really the first step is to just get out you know, create, it's not really a four letter word, but a lot of people think it is, but create a budget. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be, I say to a lot of my clients that these budgets don't have to be straight jackets. So a lot of times that we think about numbers and tracking ourselves is that I'm going to be forced to do all this stuff I want or don't want to do, and I'm going to be forced to cut. And you're going to tell me I can't do all this stuff, but really it's stopping and looking at where your alignment is. And so we talked about a little bit, but you know, the things that hit me early on when, when I was going through my own financial journey of getting out of debt and doing all this stuff is we stopped to look at it. And there was all these things where I was like, I just can't cut anymore. Like I've, mm. I've cut everything. And then I stopped and we started to really look at where we were and our values. So for us, it was really, really important for, to be outside, love being outside, love hiking, love skiing, mm. love all the tour activities. And what we looked at our budget. And when we started to look at values, we saw all these TV subscriptions and an expensive cable bill. And we were like, okay, if we really wanna be outside, but there's this thing. And so for, you know, there's these, all these costs adding up between our cable and streaming services and all the things we were yeah. doing. And it was like, 
hang on, if this is who we want to be, and for us, it took a little bit more untangling than just canceling subscriptions to, to streaming services. We had to really look at our life and say, why are we coming home and feeling like we need to watch TV every day, mm. right? So for us, it was a little bit more of unpacking things to say, we're really stressed. And hey, why are we really stressed? Well, we're working two really demanding jobs and we have little kids. And at the end of the day, we made some major life changes from that. It didn't just take one step, but we ended up making major life changes to where we had my husband stay home and he became a stay-at-home parent. We became a one-income one family, but we were able to cut all this stuff out. And at the end of the day, we were able to go do the things that we really wanted to do. And it didn't feel like a budget anymore. It didn't feel like we were cutting and chopping and, and restricting ourselves. It was like we were just getting in alignment and finding that we were super stressed. We found you know, that it was work and there was no downtime. And so for creating that budget, it's really about looking at your numbers, but it's finding the freedom within those numbers to go do the things you want, the things that build you up. And oftentimes we sit in, in, in our lives and there's so many things that are drawing us down yeah. and things mm -hmm. that are weighing on us that don't actually need to be there. Somebody told us they needed to be there or told us we needed to climb the corporate ladder or we needed two incomes, but it's time to test all those things right. and ask yourself what you really need. And also looking at, you know, either someone told you to do it or you think that's what you should be doing or the job you should be having or where you should be at your life. It should, 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 all these shoulds on, on yourself. So you keep doing them. So if somebody wants to look at to make sure where their money's going lines up with their values, because I think that's very powerful. A lot of times, like you, like you said, a lot of times people will find that they're spending a lot of money on food, restaurants, eating out, convenience as well. So how can we look at where our money is going and making sure it lines up with our values? How do we find out what those values are? Because quite frankly, I think a lot of people don't take the time to even find out what they value, let alone finding out if their money matches up to what they value. So where can we start with finding out what we value and how our money matches up with that? The biggest thing is to really sit down individually and as a family, if that's whatever your family unit looks like. But it's really about asking yourself the question, how do I build a life that I don't need a vacation from? Mm. So it's really stopping and asking that question to yourself. And from there, really, like there's that. a few questions you can ask. Where do your stress come from? What brings you happiness? What are some, maybe some of your biggest fears? Because a lot of times that's what keeps us stuck or keeps us in the shoulds. Uh, you know, maybe it's my family thinks I should be in this career or my boss thinks I should be doing this job or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the case, some of those are and really tapping in. Sometimes people journal, but really, how do you feel most days? Are you drained? Are you uplifted? Is Saturday like the best day ever? Or, and is Monday morning like kind of hell on earth for you, like, right. or even Sunday night, like, does just the dread start to head in? And you can really mm -hmm. start to just, it doesn't take a lot to just stop to tap in and look at and keep asking that question, how do I build a life I don't need, you know, a vacation from? And so I think, you know, it's powerful, Courtney, because what's happening a lot, especially with there's so much burnout and stress. When we go to speak at events, we find, especially polling participants, we find that people have those Sunday night blues where they're dreading going into work Monday or they're already feeling like I'm behind Monday morning and it's still Sunday night. But thinking about 
all the things that they have to do come Monday and then they check out of Sunday because they're already thinking about what's going to happen or what's going on or what they have to do or all the meetings, all these things come Monday. And so they get stressed and they stop disengaging on Sunday because they're too busy forward thinking about everything that they have got to go on on Monday. So when they're looking at what they value and how their money does or doesn't line up. What's the next step with that? Because yours seemed kind of, I hate to say easy, but I don't want to say easy, but straightforward, right? Because you valued being outside, but yet you were spending money on these streaming services. So what if there's something that's kind of in the realm of what you value, but it's not so obvious like yours? Should they still be spending money on it or should they take a step back and see if their money is spent better somewhere else? Because maybe that disalignment of value and money isn't quite as straightforward and then they feel like they're in limbo. Do you want to start saying yes, but you just don't know where to start? And oftentimes when we don't know where to start, we just don't start. So we created an ebook just for you. We put together 101 ways to say yes in this ebook. Ideas, big and small, things that only take a small amount of time, like one to two minutes. Whether you're saying yes to yourself, in your family, relationships, or pushing yourself lovingly outside of your comfort zone with adventures, it's all made to really help you become more of your rock star self. So you can get this ebook at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. So if you want to start saying yes, or maybe you need some ideas on how to say yes, because you get so caught up in being busy and doing tasks and projects or doing laundry and cooking that the time flies by and you want to spend time with your family, but you just don't know how to say yes. Those ideas just don't come to you. We put it together to make it super, super easy for you. So go to thesayyesexperience.com forward slash book to get your copy today and start saying yes now. Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or burned out? We get it. You're not alone. In fact, according to our research, 79% of the workforce is in burnout and almost half are in extreme burnout. In fact, it's the number one reason why people are leaving organizations. They're burned out. They're looking for something more. They're looking for something better. But it doesn't have to be that way. We have your solution. It's called Blaze Your Brain to Extinguish Burnout. 52 Keys to Prevent, Breakthrough, and Eliminate Burnout. You can find your copy at jessicarector.com forward slash store. Now, this is a great tool that you can use with yourself, with your colleagues, within your organization. Everyone can get one and you can go through one a week with them. And at the end, you can say, what was something that worked this week? What was the success you had? So you can champion and encourage each other. You can also ask, what were the challenges and issues that came up? So you can mastermind and brainstorm around those to keep those from coming up in the future. So make sure you get your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. All books are autographed with a personal message just for you. Some of it's about where you are versus where you want to be. 
So it doesn't have to be as cut and dry as that example. But if maybe you're sitting in a place that isn't happy, you are doing things that fulfill you, but you're still not happy at the end of the day. So what is it that you need to shake up? So there's two things to a budget. There is limited, the amount that you bring in, it only divides so many ways, right? Right. And so the other piece may be, hey, I'm living in alignment, but there's still not enough to go do the fun things I wanna do. It might be time to go ask for a raise from your boss or switch jobs in this job market to finding something that appreciates or pays you more. Maybe you're in a culture at work that you love and there's nothing, you know, that that it's not worth a move. So you do have to look at some of those things, but but in terms of an alignment, it's you, sometimes you have to give up the things that don't feel comfortable to give up to get to where you want to go. So um you know, it, it's hard, but it's if you want more than what all that does is sometimes you have to look at it, how to increase your income, because those are the two pieces of, of your budget. Mm-hmm. So I find, though, once you really start asking yourself, um, you know, another example might be kids sports. We think our kids need to be involved in everything. Oftentimes it's our kids social circles will pull us someplace. And yeah. suddenly you're like, I'm running around all the time, spending a bunch on gas. We're eating out to go do all this stuff that in something that we're just kind of following along. And maybe instead of three sports, it could be one. And you specialize mm-hmm. and get a few weekends back and let your kids be your kids and you drive you know, 200 miles less in a month, which can be a very quick savings with today's gas prices and things that are there. So sometimes it's about reevaluating your life of where and being really honest about where those stressors are and I, there's very few people that I run into and work with that once you start doing that with your budget, that some of those things that feel like you should be spending or you're in alignment, don't start to raise their heads and go, this really isn't what I want to be doing. Right. And then you start saying, yes, I'm going to keep doing that <laughs> instead of saying, oh, well, maybe I need to go back to three sports. You go, yes, one sport it is from here on out. And you didn't realize how freeing something like that is. So talk to us a little bit about the mindset around money, because I feel that we all have many mindset stuff when it comes up. So what are some of those fundamentals that you find that come up for people around money? Well, the biggest one is airing out your fears that we had talked about before. And then really it's about opening the conversation. I think that so many people, again, kind of leave it. It's not something we necessarily talk about our girlfriends or our friends with. It's not necessarily something we talk with our family or our coworkers, but why? I was just going to ask that. Why? Because it's what society does. It's kind of that taboo thing to talk about, but look at where we've been in the last five years in terms of the taboo things that we're talking about now. Why not make money one of those things that we talk about and be open? I don't know um you know where the audience is but there are many states that are starting to require even job listings to post what the salary range is going to be but how freeing is that to know where you are and it's it's about talking if you're a manager talking about your employees with money if you're being wherever you sit getting brave and asking about money finding out what your peers make it's about taking you know, asking your friend and talking about like, how are you affording some of this stuff or what are you doing and what are the tricks you're doing? And I feel like the more we can air and open that conversation, the better mm-hmm. it gets for everybody, right? And it might even just be talking to our kids 
about how to deal with money and not having, I mean, how much did you talk about with your parents about what bills were due and when most people don't ever get that education. And it's not, you know, to, to air all your stuff to your kids and show them, but it's let them get an, a concept of where things are. So I think just education on money and, and making it a very regular topic and not a taboo topic is one of the things that gets most people by those mindsets. So make it comfortable to talk about. And then I think part of it is though, Courtney, is that I think people have that fear. You're talking about, you know, fear coming up, fear that they're going to be judged for how much they make, how much they don't make, where they spend their money, uh, what they don't spend their money on, like just anything, uh, how your money is coming in. How do you not know about your money? Like, I think everything about money, I think people, they just have this fear that they're going to be judged pertaining to it. And so, which then draws us back, right? We don't lean in. If there's some fear around it, we go, oh my gosh, fear, let let me go away from that. And then I think also some people don't want to hear what other people have to say. Like, I don't, you know, they may think, I don't want to hear what my relatives or my friends think I should be doing with my money or where it should be going or, you know, and so they just say, I just, I don't want to talk about it. And it's so taboo to ask people like, okay, so how much do you make? Or how can you afford this? I know I travel a lot with my son. And when we post about it in a travel group, people will be like, oh, I don't mean to offend you, but can you tell me about what the budget is for that? I'm like, that's not offensive at all. Like, why, why would that offend me? Be- because you're going to ask about that because I want to know about how much it's going to be for them, right? But it, they're saying that because it's taboo to ask about money and talk about money. And I also believe, you know, raising a boy into a man, how is he going to learn about money if he doesn't learn about it from me, if he doesn't learn about it, if kids don't learn about it from their parents, we're going to grow up then not learning about it. Great. I mean, the biggest thing is too, if it's about getting a, like start small, you don't need to like spray to the world and say, here's what my budget is. Here's everything I make judge me. Right. Because that can happen because that's, you know, people are of that nature, but what about a close friend? What about your best friend? What about your sister? How can you ease into these conversations or even just get comfortable enough to talk about it with your kids, right? If you know where you're making good money and you don't have to reveal everything, at least not to start, but talk about concepts, you know, and there are ways in helping kids even talking about it with their money and modeling how you would want them to do it. And then suddenly sometimes that model will come on to you and it makes it a lot easier. So start small, but it's it's finding a trusted few people. It might be going out and listening to people who talk about money so that you can learn more and get more comfortable and understand the topics that are easier to talk about and approach. Cause there's a lot of things that we can ask people without directly saying like, how much did that cost you? Or how are you affording it? But that is the quest that I went down originally was like, how are all these people doing all these things and having all this stuff? And I don't feel like I have a dime to my name left at the end of the month. And what I realized is a lot of people get in debt to do all the things. And there are a lot of different ways where I choose not to be out to eat or go out every night of the week. Um, but I, it affords me the ability to go on these amazing vacations. And so for me, it's like, it's not a sacrifice, but I'd love to invite my close group of friends over for a potluck and we can have all the camaraderie and do all the things. So it's not always about giving up stuff, but how do you reimagine it? And so- I think Courtney, it goes back to what you were saying about what you value. You know, I've said in a a few uh, podcast episodes that 
I have a friend that really values going out to nice dining experiences, whereas Blaze and I can go eat. If we're going out somewhere, we, we can go eat McDonald's or we can go eat $10 sushi or something like that or Chinese buffets, one of his favorites. He doesn't care. Like, you know, he likes what he likes and it's not, you know, five-star Michelin res- star restaurant or those really nice steakhouses. And he doesn't value that and it, it doesn't bother me either way. But I also don't want to go spend money for something that, We're not creating an experience. We're going because we want food and that's it. It's different if you're going creating experience. We would rather spend our money on nice trips and adventures and different kinds of experiences. So I think that also goes back to what lines up with your values. If you don't value the dining experience, then don't go spend $100 or $200 on a meal. How could that money be better spent somewhere else? So What's a good, I, I have a friend that I talk money with and it's really nice because there's no judgment with us. We throw it out there um, and it's really nice because we have that trust and that understanding from each other. How do we start having those conversations with our kids? What's a great place to start when we're talking about money? Because when you were saying that, I'm like, like you know, blazes 10, what's too much to tell him? What's not enough to tell him? Like, how do I approach the subject? Cause he's like, mommy, how much do you make? You know? And I'm like, Oh, so I'm always like, you don't need to know that, but is that something he does need to know? I mean, and granted he's 10, so he has no concept really of what the value of money yet. So where can we start having those conversations? Where's a good place to start? Because oftentimes when we as humans don't know where to start, we just don't start. So Tell, tell us a great place to start having conversations, whether it's with another adult that we trust or with our child. Well, from a kid aspect, it's really about taking something at their scale, right? So mm-hmm. if we talk about our, our bills and our income and everything, like it's just so it feels like, hey, I'm going to walk to the moon tomorrow, right? Like it's just so out of of, of concept for them, it's not usually the place to start. But oftentimes the place to start is with their allowance or if they have earnings or if they have a small little job, you know, um, and what that means and really talking to them about what they value, right? And how they do. We do something very fairly interesting with our kids is we've taken everything out of our budget that we pay for the kids and we let them manage it. So it's taken a little bit of time, but anything we spend on clothes or their school activities or school fees or sports fees or any of that, they manage that. And so it's very funny how quickly that turns from, mom, I need this third pair of jeans that looks exactly like my two other ones, right? To, I don't really feel like I wanna spend my money on that, right? Like that's expensive. And so- I like that. And so it's a way about giving them ownership at a level that they can do. Now it takes, it's not something I necessarily say, just put all of it there, but why not put them in charge? Why not let them fail in a safe environment, right? The sooner we can let our kids- experience this and fail, it's so much better than popping them off to college and suddenly they're signing up for the free t-shirt and and now they're, you know, $10,000 in debt. So let them fail fast at home and in a safe environment. In terms of friends, we all have that friend. So part of it is just being really awkward and being like, dude, I need somebody to talk to about money. Like, can you be my safe person? Yeah. You know, we're starting smaller conversations of, Hey, how did you, can you help me work through how you got a raise last year at work? 
right? It's talking about money, but not specifics. So sometimes it's more targeted questions, but open up. And I feel like the more you do that and the more you can kind of Mm -hmm. crowdsource that information, it starts to open that conversation. Oh, that's so powerful. And I love that idea of giving our kids that responsibility. Blaze got some money from the Easter Bunny and he was like, hey, I'm going to go buy these Nerf guns. And I was like, okay, are you sure? And he bought them and he got them home. And then he was like, yeah, I don't know that I really, I don't know if I really want these because he still had a little money left afterwards. But then he was like, I don't know. And now he's kept that, he took them back and he's kept that money. And now it's just sitting there. But it's so fascinating how, how when it comes to their money, it's like, know how badly I really need those Nerf guns or that third pair of jeans. But when it's our money, it's like, which just praying. Yes, I need it. I want it. You know? So I love that giving him the responsibility because then I think they also learn what the real value of money is. Right. So Courtney, what is when someone doesn't know where to start, whether it's talking about money or figuring out a budget or lining them up on their values, because all that can sound overwhelming, especially if they're not doing anything with their money, if they're hiding it away in a corner, what's the one place that when we're talking about all these different areas and aspects, what's just the one place that someone can start when it comes to their money? I think we don't want to overwhelm them. We just want yeah, to get like, okay, I, I will give them two. Started. So the, the okay. one is really the question, how do I build a life? I don't need a vacation from. So I'm, if you can dig into that question and well, it, it has layers, it's an onion. So, yes. but if you can start there and just start looking, that is the greatest place from a mindset place you can do. And then a money, if you're ready to get into looking at your numbers is literally to just create a list of what your income is and all the different sources and your expenses and total them and see where you come out on a monthly basis. So very simple. It's not about telling you where to go, but it's, you can use a piece of paper. You can use a spreadsheet. You know, there's a million different uh, templates out there, uh, but just start simple, start easy, and just get a read on where you are on a big picture. I love it. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all your insight, Courtney. And so if you are wanting to know more about your money, we're going to have all of Courtney's information in the show notes. Make sure you connect with her. And we can't wait to hear what you do with your money, how you figured out that your money didn't line up with your values or how you're starting those conversations with your kids or a friend about money. So make sure you reach out to us and share with us what you learned or that big takeaway for you around money and what you're going to do next. Cause it's not about going back and doing all the things we talked about. Cause that can feel overwhelming and stressful. Just do one thing and really start with what does financial freedom look like to you? And where do you want to go with your money? So have an amazing day and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Are you ready to move to your next level of rockstar greatness? CFO, Chief Fun Officer, number one best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Blaze Rector, is ready to help you do that. At just 10 years old, he's already written two number one best-selling books. Through the power of storytelling, he uses lessons learned and shares strategies, tips, tactics, and tools to inspire, empower, and motivate you to live a more amazing life. So if you're ready to do that in your own life, grab a copy of his number one bestselling books at justcorrector.com forward slash store. And when you order your copies, he will personally autograph them 
and write you a message on those books before shipping them out to you to really inspire and empower you in your life. These books are great for adults and kids alike. So if you're ready to move to your next level of rockstar greatness, make sure you grab your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. Enjoy those amazing, empowering, transformational books. Did you know that the two biggest issues impacting the workforce are mental health and burnout? Well, we have your solution. The more that you feel burned out, the more it impacts your mental health. The more your mental health is impacted, the more it leads to burnout. So it's a vicious cycle that goes around and around, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can help them both if you're intentional and strategic with it. We have lots of resources for you at justcorrector.com forward slash store. One that I want to highlight that really enhances your mental health is Tame Your Brain Game, 52 Tips to Turn Negative Thoughts into Positive Action. Now, research shows that 80% of your thoughts are negative. No matter how positive you feel, it's the pattern and the habit that you've developed over the course of years, over the course of decades. And that can often impact your life, how you show up, how you lead, how you communicate, how you engage, whether at work or at home. And then it also impacts a work environment. All you need is one NN or TT, negative Nancy or toxic Tim, to really impact that work environment. So if you are ready to enhance your mental health, get your copy of Tame Your Brain Game, 52 Tips to Turn Negative Thoughts into Positive Action today at justcorrector.com forward slash store. All books are autographed with a personal message just for you. Thank you so much for being here. Check us out at thesayyesexperience.com. Our mission at the Say Yes Experience is to empower 10 million people to say yes. With your help in sharing our podcast, we can do that. Follow us on all social media at the Say Yes Experience and join our free community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Say Yes Experience. Thank you again to our guests. You can find all the contact information for our guests in the show notes. Thank you to our CFO, Chief Fund Officer, Blaze Rector, our business advisor, Lisa Verhurek, and to our team at Jessica Rector Enterprises. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Have an amazing day and keep being a rock star. Oh, 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 oh